just now, Marty like jumped up and absolutely nailed me in the nuts. It, he completely took me out. Oh. I was like, all right, Zoe, I'm going to go record the podcast. Okay, good luck. And then just out of nowhere, <laughs> my stupid healer like jumped across the room and dove straight into my crotch. Oh, nice. Just doubled over, instantly collapsed. Nice. Well, yes. that connects with me because I watched, uh, I think you kind of know this because I messaged you about it last night, but I watched uh, Famous Action Dog. Oh, dog people in the nuts movie, John Wick last night, and wait, John did you Wick. watch? I watched John Wick, and I watched John Wick too, and I watched most you watched of all John Three. I I Dang, I, I nice. really enjoyed it, so I stopped myself from finishing John Wick Three because I could tell my I I could tell I was starting to get distracted, and I wanted to see three and yeah. really pay attention. Uh. So I stopped myself like halfway through it. So I I've I would say I've seen like the beginning of John Wick three, uh-huh. uh, and then casually some of the stuff in the middle of it. But uh, anyway, yeah, uh, dude. yeah. I stayed up really late. I stayed John up till Wick rocks like three a.m. Just what watching John Wick? Yeah, hell yes. Yeah, I mean it was. I've never seen it before. And I think I told you. I was you, surprised that you hadn't seen it. No. You're like, hey, I heard about these John Wick movies. Are they any good? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, definitely. I literally hadn't ever heard of it until like, uh, I guess this third one came out in 2019. So that's probably around the time that I first heard of it. Because everybody's like, oh, John Wick 3. And I was like, what the heck is John Wick 1 or John Wick 2? Never heard of it. I mean, like, I very quickly gathered like, oh, it's Keanu Reeves. And then I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, cause, extremely uh, quick on the uptake. <laughs> yeah, instantly yeah. gathering that information from <laughs> glancing at the, the IMDb page. I had no doubt taking in about, all sorts of information. Yeah, <laughs> I had no. I didn't read the IMDb page. Okay, I had, but I had, I had no doubts from what I was seeing. I was like, he clearly is the main that character because everybody's so excited. Keanu Reeves. For, <laughs> Everybody's so excited for him to be back, so he must have been the main character in the first two. Mm-hmm. And I got it co- confirmed <laughs> he was. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I saw this. Or sorry, I yeah. Everybody was like talking about, it and I I thought it was probably like a uh like a hitman movie type thing, which I guess kind of is. Uh, but I I. He sure does hit man. It still took a long, it took even longer until like a couple months ago, like weeks to months ago before I ever heard the dog thing. And everybody started talking about, you know, his, his dog. Uh, They're like, oh man, his, his, I don't think I'm spoiling it for anybody. Uh, Like his dog dies and then he goes crazy. I mean, there's a little bit more to it, but it really pretty much is. It kind of is just that though. His wife happens, to, incidentally, his wife dies at the beginning. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, then, and then his car gets stolen and his dog gets killed. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes crazy for, it seems like three movies. I thought that maybe it'd be like a different story, but now it seems like it's one big story. I don't know. So don't don't tell me if I'm right or wrong on that. But uh, it seems like kind of, you know. It, it doesn't really matter, right? It doesn't really matter, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I was like, interesting. And so I've been on a, I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast or if this is just something that I've uh, 
been arguing with Shelly about. Uh, have I told you about my my how I started buying movies on Blu-ray? No. Oh, you you want to see this in the background? I guess you can't really see it that much, but oh, you got a stack of you see okay. a little stack. You I got, got a. Stack. I so like when I was in high school for some reason I asked for like a Blu-ray player for Christmas one time and then I proceeded to buy like three Blu-rays and then never bought like any more. The again. Bond collection. It wasn't even the Bond stuff. Do you not? So you you don't have Bond on Blu-ray? I don't have the Blonde Bond stuff on Blu-ray. No. That's probably like hundreds of dollars. Oh, I looked it up. I mean, you can get like the, you know, you can get like a collection on the order of like. 100 to 200 or something like maybe like 170 or something which that okay. seems like a pretty good deal for like 25 like movies movies no yeah yeah to now the problem is like uh, well it's I never gonna be complete it's never I gonna mean, be complete I, seems yeah. weird to buy like a like you buy like a little box set that's like it's all like matching stuff you know whatever yeah. it seems a little, anyway but it's not complete uh anyway i've been doing that and uh i happen to see on i don't have like I would say the movies that I have, I've mostly been watching, so I've been buying the Blu-rays because I've been watching Chinese movies. I've been continuing to watch Chinese movies. Uh, they don't have like a ton of them on Netflix or streaming or whatever. They're kind of hard to find. And I mean, they're definitely hard to find on Blu-ray too. Like I should just like buy DVDs or something or some of them are probably still just like on VHS, like the really like locally famous good ones stuff. or whatever. But uh, yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm doing. I don't have a lot of coverage yet. I haven't seen like a ton of them, but I I I love them a lot. So I've been buying anyway, I've been buying Blu-rays. I like the feeling. I like the feeling of like I'm gonna commit, I'm gonna watch this movie, I'm gonna stand up, I'm gonna pop in this little disc. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look at the back of the box like a dad standing right in front of the TV. Standing right in front of a a blank TV. And I'm reading a box for like <laughs> 10, 15 minutes, just the back of the box or the little insert or whatever. And then I'm like, yep, I'll be watching this. And then I sit down and I, yeah, I like the, uh, I like my little Blu-ray player because it's got a, it's got a disc thing, you know, it slides the disc in, which I guess they all have, but it has a button. Like a tray. It has a button on the remote and that probably exists on all DVD players or something too, but this is the only one that I have and the only one that I've ever had. So it seems very special, and I never I saw that like... growing up. And you push a button in it, and it can put it in. So my little my little fun trick that I feel like, oh, I'm the I'm the cinema master is I uh, I stand up. I stand up to put the disc in, and then I don't I don't push the button to make it slide in. I sit down, and then I or I stand there and I read the box, and then 15 minutes later <laughs> I sit down, and then I press the little button, and it goes. And it inserts. And, it's movie time, and it's like it's movie time, and then yeah. it takes like ten minutes for it to get up to the main screen or something. But then, yeah, and then I have to set the audio to be not extreme Dolby, whatever, because I don't have a sound bar, so I can't hear anything if I don't. It's have It's movie sound time. Bar. Time to watch this <laughs> on the world's worst speakers, yeah. firing directly into my drywall. Zero, all all treble. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, that was the problem last night with these John Wick movies. I have to set it to like crappy audio. They've literally got like a, oh, you don't have a soundbar version, basically. It's like, like defaults, like Dolby Atmos or something. And then I was listening to like, I've watched like the first like 15 minutes of the first John Wick last night. And I was like, I can't hear any of the words he's saying. <laughs> like, it's like, 
you hear like gunshots like shattering my drywall mm-hmm. or whatever. And then John Wick gets on screen and he's talking to uh I can't think of what's that guy's name? Who's the guy in the first movie, the old guy? Oh, it's not Peter Stormare, is it? No, no he's the it's guy. The guy who plays Michael Nyquist in the um Millennium trilogy, the Swedish huh? Girl with the Dragon Tattoo stuff, right? No. He's the Yeah. No, no, that's not who I'm talking. Yeah, you're right, but that's not who I'm talking about. No, I'm talking oh. about uh who's the guy? He's in Boondock Saints. He's in uh American Psycho, you know. Oh, um Willem Dafoe? Willem Dafoe, him? yeah, sorry. Yeah. Willem Dafoe. I forgot. Oh, and, he is in that. Yeah. And it's just such a loud movie and then they both start talking on screen and they're just like <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And I kept turning it up louder. <laughs> I kept turning it up louder and I could, I, you can hear like birds, birds chirping in the background or like shattering my drywall now or like the rain splashing. And they're still just like, <laughs> I was like, what the heck? I got to turn on, I'm not going to hear them the whole movie. So I had to turn on just subtitles. Not out of that speaker. Yeah. But then I went to Blu-ray, Blu-ray, main screen, audio settings. And then it's mm. like, said something it's like optimized for nighttime viewing slash also you don't have a sound bar and it's mm-hmm. perfect perfecto <laughs> so anyway anyway these movies were like they were like seven dollars six dollars each like one of them was like five dollars it was like five six and seven dollars for that's a great movies. deal and i was like are you on are you on a good these. website for for blu-ray buying because i was i was going down this this whole a few months ago last maybe last month I was thinking I gotta get get on on physical oh, yeah. media again. Wait, wait, let me let me do something that's not not optimized for podcasting. I gotta show you my cool Blu-ray thing. Just a second. Okay. Um. Yeah, I was like going into going down the rabbit hole. I was like, I gotta get, I gotta get Blu-rays, and I was really okay looking forward to it. What you got? Okay, I've got so for. For Chinese movies, this is what I'm doing. I've learned Chinese movies, if you want really cool packaging or whatever. Uh, Nova Media. It's like some Korean company or something like that. Uh, look, this is a, this is Police Story, box set. Police Story mm-hmm. 1, 2, and 3, Super Cop with Michelle Yeoh or whatever. Uh, and it's still like a shrink-wrapped, it looks like. It is still shrink-wrapped. I haven't opened I just got collector's, it yesterday. Collector's item. I have not opened it yet, but... It is. Uh, I don't know if it. I don't know if it's coming across on Discord, but I find it very pretty package. Yeah, that's cool. Very, very that's nice. Cool. Uh, and I even have. This is one I'm very excited about too. I've never had this before. I've seen all of these, like literally, like on YouTube, uh, like many times. This is the movies. The movies I've seen the absolute most number of times on YouTube. Uh, I have the A Better Tomorrow trilogy. With Chow Yun Fat and Leslie Chung, you know this. Actually, no. I know you, you don't know this because we've talked about this before, and you would like it. But very cool, I think. Very yeah, cool shrink wrap box, whatever. Very pretty. Uh, the John Wick ones. No, I just bought them. You know, eBay, Amazon situation. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. There's some. I I I, I did. I was looking up some websites. I can't remember them. I feel like I should. I'll 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 relook into that, but just like going through, seeing like what's on sale, whatever. You get some good, good movies that are like stuff on Blu-ray for three dollars. I really wanted to get Children of Men on Blu-ray for some reason. That's what 
Ooh. I was looking for, and it was hard That's... to find a good deal on it. Um, but I, but then I realized, I think I can put movie. I can put stuff on a like a, a hard drive or a thumb drive and plug it into my Xbox and just play it off that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's what i'm gonna end up doing oh nice that. i mean nice. plex is something too but plex um, yeah i feel like if the, i don't, if, if don't want to like have to fire up my pc i don't know I I, yeah. I I i got i got networking There's options visions for the future but it's like also kind of a lot of work and i just want to just want to watch some dang movies yeah i find um, the disc very very helpful yeah I watched, there's something uh, to be said for the 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 process right like yeah you're, you're like you're, you got to go through some process you got to go through some like loading screens and i gotta say the the thing that is i think do they still do this on blu-rays and whatever but like the special features and stuff oh yeah i think that's yeah that's that's lost now like you don't get any of that now but like commentary tracks like i never was a big commentary track guy but like I would like to make that turn. I would like to yeah. become somebody who gets into the special features. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, definitely. I uh, I own one super... Well, I don't know. I guess you maybe somebody wants to call other ones superheroes. But uh, I own like one American superhero movie, uh, which is The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, and even though I've never seen Batman Begins or The Dark Knight. <laughs> uh, but I have seen the dark knight rises and i really liked it and so i bought it at one point <laughs> and i opened it up the other day because that was one of those like three blu-rays that i bought like when i got the blu-ray player in high school and uh it's got like three discs it's got that many like extra nice. features yeah and i was like dang dude very cool very cool i do but, remember watching i think I, I think one of the very the few special features stuff that i have seen are the special features on like the dark knight blu-ray oh nice so i uh okay i know this is a long intro and we're gonna talk about the movie of the day but i i I have to say a couple other blu-rays that i've watched recently because i've been very excited about them and i would like to recommend them uh even though people have probably seen them uh, because people seem to have seen basically every movie like a decade before i have uh I did get Layer Cake on Blu-ray. I haven't watched it yet, but I... Yeah. Oh, you should check it out. It's a great film. Yeah, great. Uh, I I bought uh, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which I've I've seen many times. I actually haven't opened that one up yet. Uh, I've got on my watch list soon, In the Mood for Love, and one of the Blu-rays that I've been really looking for... I don't for, know that one. <laughs> that's, the, that's the famous Wong Kar Wai one, as, uh, as well as... Uh, Chungking Express, they're like, I think, okay, this is not me saying this. This is, this is, so you can actually believe this opinion that uh, my understanding is that those two are, especially in the mood for love, is commonly considered like the greatest Hong Kong movie ever. Uh, anyway, the ones that I've seen recently, though, that I would definitely recommend uh, that I hadn't seen before are uh, Hero. Uh, which has like uh H E R O H E R O hero. Uh, it's uh, got Jet Li and Zhang Ziyi. Uh, and let's see, it's got uh, Tony Lung for like a s- small part of it. 
Uh, and it's got Maggie Chung. It's got like I don't know all these like Chinese Chinese movies, like especially ones with like Hong Kong actors. They've got like all the most famous Hong Kong actors. Donnie Yen, I recognize movie. him. Donnie Yen from It Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah sorry, it's not. Uh, no, you're yeah, right. Yeah, to- Tony, Tony Lung is in it too. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Then I saw House of Flying Daggers. That was one that I heard about all the time when I was a kid, and you know, never saw it. Uh, very good. That has Zhang Ziyi in it. Uh, uh, what else? Well, whatever. Who cares? Those were the ones <laughs> I watched. Oh, yeah, whatever. That that thing died. But uh, yeah, it was a good good time. Nice. Good time. Would definitely recommend those two, especially Hero. You should. Okay. I still think you still need to. You know, it's it's not like top. It's not top six because my top six are the the shrink wrapped ones that I I showed you. You have yeah. got to see Police Story One. Mm-hmm. My number one recommendation for you is Police Story One, and my number two recommendation for you is, uh, is you know the a better tomorrow. A better tomorrow. one, technically one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you will. I'm like not that. avoiding. I'm not avoiding it. It's just uh, I need to go through the, you know, the process of getting it. Acquiring. Yeah. Never. Technically, is a better tomorrow is on. <laughs> It's on YouTube. <laughs> if you okay. want to watch it on your phone uh, while you do a workout <laughs> or something, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to also talk about you standing in front of your TV, your Blu-ray, dad going dad mode on the TV. Um, I want to quickly put my dad on blast for his TV setup. Uh, it's completely insane, the stuff that he's he's telling me about. Like, I, I, he's got he's had this TV forever. And everything is falling apart, and I do feel bad for him because he has because he doesn't know what he needs to get, and I'm gonna help him out figure out what he needs to just replace this whole thing. But it's like all just falling apart, and apparently his like nightly routine to try to like watch something is ba- is like rip all of the cords out of everything and try to like <laughs> plug everything back in and like switch like reverse the cables and everything. <laughs> like it seems completely insane what he has to do to try to watch tv <laughs> and i and i i, I <laughs> just, you can't you can't be living like that you gotta get a different setup so i'm gonna help him out with that but uh yeah he just he like is sending me pictures of like cables and he's like i don't know where this cable goes I'm like i don't know what you... all right i think that's like an optical cable why did you unplug everything <laughs> <laughs> um nice. At least he has a soundboard, though. He's he is at least a step ahead of you. Nice. Well, you're beyond help. I got a I got a gift card thing at work, and I'm I'm I'll probably I think I'm gonna use it to get a soundbar. Okay. Though I was also thinking of using you it get a soundbar, then I'll watch t- Police Story. <laughs> another TV without I'll a soundbar. Watch Police Story until you get a soundbar. Okay. Um. Okay, we're gonna talk about it. Let's. We, you, talk you're about out last it. week. We, uh, we, 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 we each went and saw James Bond. Yeah. We had to recover. I had to recover from it. It took you out. Yeah. Yeah. Are we doing, are we doing spoilers? Are we talking, what are we doing? Yeah. We'll just do like the other James Bond movies, I guess. Sort of. Oh, okay. Do you want to read? Well, I don't know. We didn't really, this is the planning session right now. We have not, yeah, we have not prepared anything. I've had like 
you know, thoughts in my head. I've talked about it with Zoe a lot over the last week. Yeah. Um, I do. Do we need to read the the plot? I mean, he, the thing is, like, okay, I I am kind of I don't I kind of don't want to spoil it. Okay, but also that's a big part of some of my thoughts about it. That's true. Of course, if, if but I, I quick... really really liked not. I really I think it hit really I think the movie hit hard. Ha, uh, I liked not knowing anything about it going in. Okay, that's um, yeah. And I don't want but to take that away quick, from anybody listening. That's true. But doing a quick Maybe calculation. Maybe we could do spoiler cast. We could do the spoilers on the premium show or something. Or Okay. Well, I was just thinking, say? I mean, doing a quick calculation of all of our one million followers <laughs> who I personally know. Yeah. I, I, let's, I just, the only person I don't know is, has your dad seen the movie yet? He's not seen it. He's not going to go oh, see okay, it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, we'll save it for him and, and probably another million followers. But Yeah, the other the other million followers. And the, also, the like... followers I can account for. Shelly has seen it. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming Zoe has seen it. We've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but but also the thing is, you you always talk about the legacy, our the legacy of our product. Like, Correct. later on down the line, people revisiting the podcast. And like, what if they haven't seen no yeah, time but to we, die. we will have ruined the first 25 movies for them, too. Though, you know? <laughs> I, and, okay, talking about why this is the case is is probably to, kind of a meta-spoiler in of itself, but this one is particularly, um, uh, I think Notable. this is un- unique to, to it's definitely the other unique, 25 yeah. movies. Um, but, so I think, let's talk about impressions and what we liked didn't like about it and uh i don't know that's that's my feelings at least like i don't people do, people say like you know plot spoilers no i think no we should good. say spoilers because we're almost certainly gonna whether we read the plot or not we're we're gonna absolutely act, we're, gonna spoil gonna step in it immediately yeah i think okay so. okay if then i'll say this if you don't i i would say before we talk about anything else then well, we will be talking about spoilers. My brief spoiler, I will condense my spoiler thing about people say that like, oh, you shouldn't care about spoilers. Plot doesn't, is like not the most, most important part of the movie. My big brain take is like, I agree. Like the John Wick, we just, movies we just talked about, like doesn't really matter what the plot is, but it is a part of the movies. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, I really liked not knowing anything about this movie so we are yeah. going to be ruining well not ruining we will be talking about it um i would urge you my takeaway having seen the movie not knowing anything about it is to watch the movie if you're at all interested in it without listening to this the remainder of this episode um, sure and i know this is essential listening to many many people <laughs> yeah so okay yeah. no time to die what did you think of it you're the I bond mean, expert. I need to hear. I, I, I had a reaction unlike any other Bond film I've ever seen in that I was, I mean, it paired up with me being having my flight canceled, but I was severely, not severely, but uh, whatever, se- relatively severely depressed after seeing the movie (laughs) i i i really was and that's not to say that it was a bad movie but i 
something about it, I really was down. I mean, you can kind of, you can sort of guess. I mean, like there's a somewhat obvious part of what uh, got me down. But uh, yeah, like I, when Shelly and I walked around the next day for like seven miles around Denver trying to waste time, like I just, I kept talking about it to her and saying how it, yeah, I, I was sad. I, I, I will say this, I, I will commit and at this point say, you know, I've only seen one, I've only seen it one time, uh, but I did at the time tell her that I feel like it wasn't quite, it wasn't really the way that I like a Bond movie to be. I, I like the, well, I'll say that. And then I'll say that I, the one thing that I read afterwards when I just like did like one search on like Twitter or something for articles. And I just like search for like bond to just see what's been written in the last like week about this. I, I read one headline that was like, like, uh, no time to die was or like Daniel Craig was good, but the next James Bond needs to be like sillier and embrace the fun of Bond again. That's exactly how I felt uh, at the end of that movie. I think I currently and until another movie comes around will probably be a little bit down uh, that it wasn't. I mean, it was enjoyable and there's like kind of fun action stuff and stuff like that. But it it was the culmination of basically like 15 years of James Bond not really having any of the like fun, silly stuff anymore. Yeah. And that I think the the way that this one ends uh, and like is throughout like how serious it is throughout uh it 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 just kind of gets to a low there for me it it, like a an emotional low that's not really supposed to be like a to say that it's a critical low or anything like that but to you james bond is not you is like the essential part of a james bond movie isn't feeling to feeling sad even yeah uh, it's like a it's a good time not a not a trial yeah, that it it never needed to be all that serious. I mean, there's like serious moments, and and like I, I immediately knew what was going to happen as soon as uh, as soon as they played uh the you know we have all the time in the world the the Louis Armstrong song mm-hmm. like when I recognize like it's like immediately after like the the opening scene when I recognize that theme like in uh, being used like by the orchestra or whatever, I was like, Oh dang, like I know how this is going to go. Uh, because you know, listeners of the show or watchers of the movie, more likely you're a listener of the show than the watcher of this movie. But, uh, <laughs> uh, um, you know, you know that that was in on her Majesty's secret service when, uh, uh, um, What's her name? I can't think of her name. T T T Tara uh Tracy, yeah, sorry. Tracy. Nice. When wow. Tracy gets killed by mm-hmm. 
smirked by Rosa Klebb at the end of the movie, you know? It's like, that's happened before. And I don't know what I would have thought at the time. Uh, like, But, like, back then, if that would have ruined kind of the fun of some of the other ones before it. Well... I mean, my man didn't come back. Yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah, exactly. That that's kind of where I was going, but 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 that. I sorry, I don't want to step on your your, your the remainder of your thoughts, but uh, yeah, I think that um, maybe maybe could have happened. Yeah, the dude didn't come back. People were like, "Damn, this is too sad for Bond." Maybe we should do that. But then yeah. it kind of sticks out as like kind of a high point emotionally in the series. It does. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it definitely is something that I've remembered for a long time. I, I I mean I guess I don't know exactly what all went into it. My my understanding has always just been that like Sean Connery wanted to come back, uh, and, and, and yeah, make some make some money or whatever. Yeah, uh, do a movie. But uh, uh, I, I I don't know. Yeah, I I like the uh, I, I I I like the silly aspect of Bond. It's uh in my mind I don't think this is at all what I'm trying to say, but. Uh, the the picture I have in my mind is the uh, the, the Catholic the uh, the the Trinity circle thing with God mm. in the middle where it's like Jesus is God yes <laughs> the Father is God the Spirit is God but God is not or sorry this Jesus is not the Father <laughs> the Father is not not the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is not Jesus. Uh, I have that in my mind, but it says James Bond in the middle, and and at least yeah, I I didn't I didn't think through any of this at all. But one of them is probably like the the jokester, the trickster, the jokester, the trickster. The trickster is James Bond, but the trickster is not the other two things that I I didn't think through this theory at all. Mm. But uh, yeah, because it's not uh. like you you don't it's you you kind of have to have it sort of to be. I guess you don't, I don't know. You kind of have to have a little bit of it to be yeah. a Bond movie, I think. A good a good one. And it's just, a, it's a little, it's just sad. It just has me down to, to kind of like, at the time being, kind of have things ended there. And to, to kind of like escape the, uh, you know, the this not even like the jokes, but the silliness of it all. Just like the fun lightheartedness of all of the movies that like you know lots of times you're just escaping situations by fate or sheer luck or whatever there's a fun way to get out of this that doesn't necessarily make sense it to a super serious person it's not satisfying because oh you know a, a man with uh with metal teeth just you know, pulled a spaceship out of space, whatever, docked okay. it onto it, whatever. I was trying to come up with a pull, some pull from something there. Yeah. Like, that doesn't really make sense, but it's like, okay, whatever. In the end of the day, Bond has fun, lives, lives for another adventure, you know. Never really played that. You know, there's a couple of jokes, but never had to really care that much or with past like you know eras of actors or whatever not a ton of uh i'm sure there's a lot of thought that's put into it but like from like a viewer perspective you just kind of gloss over certain things that you don't really need to think about because you're just having a fun time at the theater or whatever and this time it was just 
so much more serious. Everything was taken seriously. Everything had like a beginning and an end this time. And I guess the thing, oh, we've already said spoilers, that I've just been hemming and hawing about, if you haven't seen the movie but wanted to listen to this for some reason, he dies at the end. That's what I'm talking about. My man. Yeah. Yeah. Dies. Yeah. I am I am raring to go. I have, I have, I have many a thought here. I loved it. I thought it was nice, awesome. Um, and now I, I, I think that you and I are coming from slightly different places, but I'm glad we did this series last year where we watched all the Bond movies because so my introduction <clears throat> to Bond was Casino Royale. I hadn't seen any of the other movies mm-hmm. before, and I hadn't seen any of the other movies until last year. Um, and so my Bond was. Daniel Craig, I had no attachment to any of you, like the older type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, some, so I think that perspective, some of that perspective is that like, I don't have any sort of like nostalgia or attachment to, or I didn't have any attachment to the, like and references to old stuff. Didn't, didn't, didn't hit for me. Uh, I didn't I didn't need like the 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 space station like silly jaws sidekick type stuff for it to hit for me. I didn't need the one-liners whatever um for th- those weren't necessary. Those were not aspects to of bond to me. Like even mm-hmm. like gadgets and stuff like that basically were not w- what made bond bond to me. Um having seen the rest of the series though, I've come to appreciate those aspects i think um more and i think that this movie here well the 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 series of 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 the daniel craig bonds um this movie for for some reason i didn't i didn't really think of the the craig bonds as kind of like this like like i know it's a cohesive story or i know that it's like an ongoing story like it's a beginning middle and end but this movie really i think like brought it all together in a way that like was more complete i guess just by having an end to it i yeah. think um but also over over the course of the bond or the the daniel craig bonds like they've they've gone back and forth a little bit on like what may on like are we gonna be more bondy than last time we're trying to figure out what it is like trying to recapture like mm-hmm. how do we do a modern bond that has the same things that like what you're talking about. Like uh, I think they tried stuff with Skyfall that spoke to some people and not to you, for example, like you didn't like Skyfall, but like it was trying to like, okay, let's, it's like, it's about his like backstory. Right. Or it's like, it's about like, let's make it more like Bondy just by like talking more about Bond as a person and like, okay, we've got the car, we've got, you know, X, Y, Z, um, We've got we've, we're bringing black back Blofeld like having Blofeld as the villain does like that make it Bond, um, and I think that this movie had kind of a had a had a had a had a had a interesting had a tall order because it was gonna do something crazy has never been done in the Bond franchise before killing Bond, which is which is wild, <clears throat> um, I mean I guess we've th- we've thought that Sean Connery died as Bond before, but not like yeah. no one actually, no Bond never died before. Um, <clears throat> and this is like, is, is, this is, this is definitely 
the people have just just like decided to listen to this anyway like it's not a oh what if um it's it, it's 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 a uh like is did he maybe make it no it's like for sure he died he's he's dead and it um would undercut a lot of the movie if he like it was like and then he swims away like jason Bourne at the end um but it was a tall order for this movie because it was going to try to like I, th- I think what they tried to do is like okay we gotta we gotta play all sides of or we gotta deliver on on many sides of this like we gotta like if we're gonna kill bond we gotta make sure it's like a it's like justified and it's like primarily if we're gonna kill bond we have to make it work like as a yeah. movie outside of anything else even like we can't just kill him and i think that they did that i mean like taking it outside of the bond franchise just like as a movie emotionally the story like his character arc like the person like james bond's character arc as a person whatever like discovers he has this family discovers or he discovers he has a child like and like he actually like overcomes a lot of like the emotional obstacles that you know he's had in the past he like forgives vesper he forgives himself for um madeline and um you know he like goes dad mode um and we we can talk about that later i guess but um emotionally it had to work in this movie if you if because if you kill bond and it didn't work like that's bad that's really bad um but also it tried to then second secondarily try to work as a play in the bond franchise and i think that they made a valiant effort i'll give them the credit for that i think because um i think there were a lot of elements to some of it like we had one liners were back uh mm. and uh we had like the villain rami malek was a like bond bond villain he was like he was looking he's got he's like he's like visually distinctive he's got the lair like he it's like it's mm-hmm. very bond lair going on um and 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 i don't know we move past blofeld in this like blofeld takes it whatever um and i gotta say though maybe because of where the daniel craig bond what they tried to do like fundamentally from the outset with the daniel craig bonds is sort of like maybe move beyond the sort of silliness or like some of the stuff that you you consider to be essential about bond they tried to like evolve that or Mm -hmm. move past that but then trying to incorporate those things like i think the 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 weakest parts about this movie were the stuff that were are like essential about bond movies Mm. um which i don't mean to be like ragging on bond here i just think it kind of speaks to sort of like the you know the the multiple goals that they tried to achieve with this where like i mean first i mean rami malik sucked in this i don't know like he's he i don't like him as an actor i guess generally i don't think he's just way he does way too much um i i feel like they didn't give him a whole lot to do he he didn't seem like he was on i kind of felt that like this about inspector too with like Blofeld, I guess, but uh, it seemed like he didn't have that much screen time. Yeah, he didn't have that much screen time. But I, I mean, I, but again, like I didn't enjoy any of the time that he was on screen. Yeah. Anyway, like, uh, we didn't. I don't really get what he was like trying to do with with stuff. 
it was but he was like you know he was like as sinister as they could make him be and like as i don't know bond villainy like with his lair and thinking ahead of everything as he possibly could be and um i do think it kind of sucks that he's the reason that i don't i don't know how else you do it but like it kind of sucks that like this kind of <sighs> shitty villain is the way that uh is 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 why bond dies like but, that that's what took it took him out well i i would maybe disagree on that though because i i would say the one thing to the credit like i think to your your point about how they had to come up with a way to really feel like this was like a i would say like a a timeless death for him was that they kind of had to make it be on his terms you know yeah and I think that they did do that. And so I would just, I somewhat disagree that it's because of him. Sure, like the immediate surroundings are because of him, but basically everything's on on Daniel Craig's bond. Yes. Uh, on for his sure. terms of like he calls in this, like everybody's dead, right? And it's just inanimate objects, basically. But he on calls, the airbase or on the, the layer yeah. base. He calls in the airstrike or whatever, and then he, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I guess like the the timing and the immediate surroundings are because of him. But I do think that they do a good job of uh, at least kind of separating it from like the specifics, like kind of like if they were just yeah. to have like their villain, I would think that that would almost seem just like their villain kill him. That would seem sort of like a writer's like directly if they like sh- shot yeah. him or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like a writer's indulgence, basically, that like, oh, I've come up with the, I've come up with the best Bond villain who finally bests him or something like that. Right. But uh, yeah, by kind of making it on his own terms, it kind of takes it beyond that, beyond like uh, one story. I mean, I still have, I still don't really enjoy that part of it at all. But yeah. Anyway, I agree with that. I agree with that. That's a good point. Um, I guess I just mostly sort of meant that like. I don't, he's kind of a rando and I don't know if that, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, I guess I, I wouldn't want it necessarily to be Blofeld. Um, it, it, I guess just, just sort of like, it's not necessarily that Rami Malek kills James Bond, but, uh, I don't know. He's like, you know, Bond's final villain, like is yeah. kind of this rando a bit, which again, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. They had to make it, make it so like, um they're like okay we're wrapping up all of this stuff in this movie and so like you know a third of the way through <laughs> rami malik just like or you know they managed to just kill all of specter it's sort of like at this big party we have all of specter and then yeah. like Psh, okay don't worry there's no more specter <laughs> after this and then like okay and blofeld's dead so there's like all right all of these loose threads are like are like wrapped up because like for christ's sakes like this yeah. is bomb moving like we just like have to like get through some of this <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean they do that. Shelley Shelley took big issue with this. I think we kind of worked out the reasoning afterwards, but like uh, Shelley took big issue with the fact that just to kind of end things, he just lets the daughter go. You know, I mean it's it's kind of done as best as you could, but you know what I'm talking about—the little girl. Yeah, like when he's just when, like so the the villain takes the little girl, Bond's daughter. Bond and Madeline's daughter. Yeah. And uh to like to take it away from Bond. But then um 
but then yeah then like immediately in the next room just kind of like drops her and walks away onto his helicopter yeah i mean they they do it like it'd probably be i, I probably would have liked it in another movie or i probably like it actually to a certain extent it's just hard to take away the other stuff that i don't like but but yeah it's like i think she bites him or something and then he's like do you want my protection or not and she's just she's like no and then walks away and he's like okay whatever which is just like it's kind of a funny it's kind of a funny silly moment in a certain way but the real reason for it is clearly like the you to me it seems it's clearly the utility of like okay that's done too no nobody needs to come save her or anything like that it's right just you know okay we're gonna find her again done. yeah yeah um but i mean but like i also see like I mean, to your point too, like, okay, so this is already a three hour movie. I could have sat there all day, honestly. I like, could have loved, yeah. I loved Long Bond. I could have yeah. had this be long, long, like much longer, but like, I get, like, you have to, it just had to, in the service of like, I don't think any other of the, the Craig Bonds, like, sort of had too much in mind of like a, like, much of an arc throughout it other than sort of like we're just starting these pins and things in motion and we've got these sort of like this legacy of themes we can pull on and you know like properties to you know, pull in on whenever we need and then this movie had to like do a lot of work to like set things up yeah start and end things in there too yeah. but like so and i think it did a good job of some of that where like okay we do still get the sort of parallels between like uh madeline as a as as a young girl and now um oh what's her name what's the daughter's name oh my gosh it's all french stuff it's all french stuff um but the 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 daughter as a little girl too sort of like having like taking the agency and like getting away from them we just have a sort of like a mirrored thing going on there but i totally but like absolutely it's like all right we have like freaking 30 seconds of a scene to like we have to like get her out of the base we have to do this we have to do that we have to like run and hide the way that you like your mom did as a kid and it's like this like it's 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 a little bit of we can kind of see the machinery there but it does but i do think it does work um ultimately but yeah it it was it was a little silly and i think that's i think that's kind of what i'm getting at a little bit with the the villain where like some of the weak stuff like fell on the villain like so the like the, uh, the 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 villain just kind of was there to to kind of move things through the plot but like yeah i would t- i'll i'm take i'm gonna take that because again like if we sort of diffuse that around or did like distributed that more evenly we're like okay all the weak all the weak parts of this are gonna be kind of like on rami malik here like i would take i'll yeah. take that rather than it being like i don't know there's gonna be some like weakness of like you know the 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 daughter and the mom like i'm i'm, I'm really glad we didn't get like the you know the you know like they're hiding from people in the forest and like oh we got to make sure that like the kids quiet and you know we we'll go yeah. through that or like I, I don't know I I really liked Dad Bond I gotta say I, I like I like we instantly yeah. instantly transitioned into Dad Bond and was like um I I love I love the shot of like he pulls up in his Aston Martin and then we get the shot of him pulling away from the house after he meets his daughter in like a Toyota SUV like that's extremely cool. I- I, I think that, that that okay yeah I was trying to think there's two things I want to say but I think this is the more important one this is getting at the center of my criticism of of I don't think it's not even criticism but it's just what I 
don't like about this, that I think almost everything that you're describing there is what makes me sad about this movie the most. Not again, like not critically, but just in the context of being a fan of the, the, the long series and whatnot that I, I think I, this part isn't quite at the core, but I think I much prefer the inter, uh, the, the, the stuff that just kind of moved it along this time, like Rami Malek's character, like the bad guys, like the plot, save the world type plot stuff. I think ultimately, like that's the kind of silly, not super deep, ultimately like not super deep at all stuff about James Bond movies that I like the most. It's, uh, it's not necessarily like maybe at a high level, you would say it's formulaic. It's not necessarily like truly formulaic, but it, it's kind of that kind of stuff that I, that I like. You got a bad guy, you got some chase to ultimately get down to a, you know, final talk, final showdown with the bad guy or something like that and save the day, whatever, over the course of the, of the film. And what they replaced that with here, that I, I think this is sort of what you, you like, and this is sort of what I, I don't like. And I, I think, like, in retrospect, I can say I had, like, a creeping suspicion of... I, I didn't know how this would end ahead of the film, but this is... This makes it very clear to me, I think, what things I didn't like about the Daniel Craig era, basically everything past Casino Royale, was that... They replace that with, oh, especially over time, but especially in this last movie, uh, they replace that with the deeper themes. And the thing that I dislike the most, and now you can, you can whatever, and maybe maybe rightly so. This is where you can say this is the uh, this is the inbuilt misogyny or something like that. But I don't like the romance part of this. I I, I like I, I I don't even say that like tongue in in cheek really like I, I i i seriously i think that that is my that seems to me to be the core of the issues in in this film like like kind of got it off track of what i like and yeah i think it's kind of the core that they that the writers or whoever stuck with throughout his tenure as pond that makes me so like on the fence uh, or dislike quite a few of, of of his films after Casino Royale it, it, is that I yeah like I just don't I don't connect with and it seems to me just based on like my experience uh you know I, whatever I'm not a historian of his stuff or anything I mean, I've read some of the books and, and whatnot I've read a lot of like the Ian Fleming books and obviously seen the movies many times and and just like my learned uh, or experienced like vision of what James Bond is and isn't is that he's at his core, you know, somebody who can be uh, like loving or careful or caring or whatever, like in the moment of a film, but it's not like a, I mean, yeah, this is like where the, I guess real misogyny stuff kind of comes into play from certain people's perspectives but like the romance and whatnot it really is disposable it's not to say that like the women in the series are disposable like i actually really like like naomi k 
Campbell's character as Money Penny, like that reveal after her first movie as Money Penny and whatnot, like that. Many of the characters from the 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 past, but I like that. I I think that I like that. I, I, almost like the the romance stuff is just kind of. It's always just kind of been the cheesy like. Uh, almost like second thought type stuff you kind of just have to hit it in almost like a like a fan service type thing like it's not just that there's like one woman in the film but that there's like there's just like one or two ultimately kind of like meaningless romances beyond maybe like a romance that kind of moves along some one-liners or it moves on like an interesting dynamic between bond and this hero uh, and this movie's uh second character second main character or whatever whether it's like michelle yo or whoever else who's been like his kind of sidekick or something (laughs) like that even someone like 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 sean bean's character in goldeneye kind of fills that role to a, a certain extent i mean he's obviously like a villain but like the relationship the like long-term relationship it it doesn't really exist like there's a relationship for the mission oh Mm -hmm. and you know maybe you say oh this person you've known for it's always like oh somebody i've known for a long time they've obviously never appeared in the series and you've got some connection there but it doesn't carry on beyond the film and i always felt very uncomfortable watching like like quantum solace did it right away it's like oh this is still about Eva Green's Vesper Lynn, mm-hmm. right? It's like, ah, oh, seems weird. But for like Quantum Solace, it's like, oh, okay, okay. Okay, I was, and then like it didn't really hit as much. And I maybe I should give Skyfall more credit for this that it doesn't really happen quite as much with Skyfall, at least as I remember it now. This is kind of felt well, the separate. relationship there becomes about M. Exactly, yeah. That, that's true. That's true. And so that's kind of like interesting because it's kind of like one film. But then it brought in the that I mean, that's correct, because then it brings in like the Ralph Fine character and like the relationship across films there that went beyond just like, oh, it's a new M or something like that. Or, yeah. oh, it's just, you know, one liner. Oh, this never happened to the last guy type of, of thing. You know, you people recognize things across films in the past and there's characters for sure. There's actors, people character whatever. But it wasn't like a major I feel pretty confident saying it wasn't ever a major plot point. Even with like uh Tracy dying. They've referenced that in the past movies many times, but it was never like a real major plot point. But with Vesper Lynn and then moving on from there, so many characters throughout uh daniel craig's tenure and they even did this like in this film they did it with uh felix Leiter, right yeah uh it just it it makes things so much more serious it kind of takes to to me that's what ultimately kind of takes you out of the fantasy of one movie one mission type stuff yeah uh, i think this because because it, it's, it's it's almost like sorry the last thing it it I guess in a certain way, like one of the things that I enjoy about James Bond in the series and how it's been done previously is that for the most part, it's kind of like the uh, I think you should leave sketch of like same actress. I don't know if it's the same person, if she's playing the same person, 
Don't ask you know? about James's tables. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if he's the same guy. He's the same actor as the last movie. I, 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 I guess I, I don't know. That's kind of part of the fun of it is you don't have to care. I remember people in high school, uh, like middle school, high school, elementary school, whatever, asking me, uh, you know, when people, other people my age started getting into James Bond and they asked you, oh, what do you think about, oh, what are the, the theories about? Is it the same person or whatever? It's like, doesn't me, matter. Me, Confucius Bond, Confucius wise man. I'm like, it doesn't matter, my friend. I don't, the wise man doesn't think about that. The wise <laughs> Bond viewer doesn't think about mm-hmm. that. But you, you're, you're really forced to think about that when you watch these, these films. Yeah. Well, and, I, and think, with I think, I think it. Dying, you know. You got to think. About yeah. Well, okay. A couple of responses to that. I do think that you and I are aligned on the facts here. We, uh, like, I think we, we agree about like how much of, uh, old of like classic bond is in this, uh, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I think you and I, we just have different takeaways on it. We're like, I like that about the, yeah. the these movies and you want it to be more like the old movies. I think it's better because it's not more like the old movies. You don't think it's as good because it's not like the old movies. And um, that's just, I think, a lot to do yeah. with your history with it, which I like could totally understand and make sense. Uh, the other thing, though, but maybe it's less uh, so about like, I do think, and a lot of what, like, I think this movie is, it, it, it is really great because it kind of, to to address that, uh, that, that point you made at the end there, um, and this movie is again doing, like it has a lot of plates in the air. It's do it's do it's doing a lot, but I think it also it still is. It, you could make an argument for it, maybe, um, still having that element of like it doesn't really matter. Although, like I know I, we have the you know the, the the strong relationships across these films, like this group of films from Casino Royale to No Time to Die, like it all does now kind of work together as a piece and it's strong in between movies, but now it's maybe more like this series is now kind of like, Oh, so the the next time when they reboot, Mm -hmm. when they have, when they cast a new bond, like, I mean, at least I I sure fucking hope they don't like try to like continue, like make some sort of like, Oh, and no, now like James Bond was actually a code name and try to like make it like canon and continuous and like, that would really suck. Um, I hope they just do a new Bond. Yeah. Um, and I, f- I feel like they will. And it like and it and, and it won't matter. Um, then again. yeah, yeah. And and so like it's 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 more so it's it's less about like movie to movie. And now it's like okay, we have this like run of five movies. Um, yeah. Throughout it, five or six. Uh, uh, that is like that's it's sort of self-contained. That would be like that could be a response to that. But I do see what you're saying. Like you do want it to be film to film. Um, no, I, I can, I mean, like when you put it like that, I, I like that. I still don't like, I don't think my thinking right now is that it will probably never settle with me that they killed him. I I actually probably would not have aired most of these grievances if they did the exact same thing that you said you wish they hadn't done at the end, which is when it got to the end, I, I, I really was just wishing there in the theater, I was like, I hope they do something really goofy, you know, that he, mm. somebody s- sweeps in and picks him up or whatever, and he just doesn't die. 
the eagles from the the great eagles. <laughs> the lord of the rings the <laughs> yeah. eagles for real yeah and i was like dang they they really did it to my man they really did well i mean i was i was in that moment too and that's why i think like some of the spoilers um like why because i can remember my response and they're like seeing the wide shot of the island or whatever and just like thinking like are they really going to do this yeah. are they really 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 going to do this and then it actually happening and like and then like watching the rest of the movie with my eyes like i don't think i like it blinked since that point and i'm just like okay now i'm seeing this car driving on the highway i see i see the aston martin driving along the winding road mm-hmm. and we get the interior and like oh it's the mom and daughter and like okay is like they're gonna like look in the back seat and he like pops up or something or like like yeah. what are they gonna do what are they gonna do and yeah. she like they make it very clear like he is dead and like she like tells the the kid like let me tell you a story about a man named james bond and then and they do the, then, like, yeah yeah cut to black or whatever it is and i'm like wow they did, they did it. it and yeah. i think and if he popped up i think it would i think it would have ruined that as a as like the, the emotional part that I liked about it. And again, like yeah. uh, 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 we just like th- this one was, this one was for me, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's still so many more things. I'm trying to think what to say next, because I've thought through this too, that like, is it really him dying? That's the sad part. Could it, for, for people like who are, you know, a fan of the romance sort of aspect and the tragedy of the romance isn't it it wasn't it already like sad or maybe even more sad the you know i i thought it was like i don't really like the nanobots thing but the uh yeah like like that specifically gave me die another day feels uh but uh or vibes did not but, like uh, the nanobots as a device but as a i don't know what you call it other kind of device even more lowercase device as a plot <laughs> device thing, whatever. Uh-huh. The idea of like, oh, now him being he cursed. could never see. He basically cursed. He can't can't see them, interact with them again. If he touches them, he kills. That's a that's a to me that's a fairly like uh, compelling. Even even though I don't really like this, but taking taking the romance or taking like the drama aspect uh, as a given, I was like, that's a pretty pretty compelling you know sad ending on his own but when he gave him the call when he gave him the call call he's like i'm not making it back i was like oh come on my dude just you gotta tough it out my man (laughs) you (laughs) just gotta make it no it was great i didn't it it was but he's like he calls him he calls him he's like put put madeline on the phone and and like he's like talking to her as he like as the missiles rain down whatever like it was, it was very good. It was, I, I was glad that they. I didn't like that. I know. I know you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was very, very good. I thought this movie gave Daniel Craig way more to do as an actor than any other movies so far, except maybe Casino Royale, where he's getting his balls whacked. But mm-hmm. um, he got to have a couple of soliloquies, or I don't know, maybe that's the wrong word, but like a couple of. Couple of monologues, I guess. You got to sort of monologue at Blofeld, kind of an inversion of this kind of uh, um, supervillain monologue thing. He got mm-hmm. to be the one, like talking to the one, like like strapped down and kind of like a ridiculous sort of um, 
trap the way that bond would usually he's like being lowered into the you know the the, the, yeah. the pit of sharks or whatever but he gets to be the one making that um that speech and then he gets to i i loved i loved it i'm i don't know maybe i'm just maybe i'm just a sap a sad sap or something but i loved the like when he like delivers himself to madeline later like and he is like there at the house and he's like telling her like i don't know what went on like why things blew up or whatever but like I like all I know is that you know I love you and I want to you know be with you or whatever like whatever he was saying like I loved the er, like the earnest change of Bond or whatever and um again I really liked that he 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 snapped into dad mode he like realized he had a daughter and there we didn't get like the stuff that you would like maybe expect out of other movies or something where you get sort of like, the, Oh, what the heck? I got a kid. And then at the end, at the end of the movie, like, Oh, you know what kid? You're like, you're growing on me. And then like, Oh, okay. They're together. But no, he like, you know, instantly stepped up and, uh, was like, like, you know, short, sh- shortcut, not shortcut. I don't think, it, I think it was earned or whatever, but just sort of, uh, I don't know. I, I like, we didn't have to go through that sort of cliche, mm-hmm. um, situation. Um, man, there's just, and Armis, can I say? Yeah, I, okay. I was thing? I was gonna I say some positive things. Yeah. Yes, I loved Anna De Armis's presence in this. That she was just just yeah. there for like that mission. She rocked. She was incredible. She's a very in good it. character. I wish the f- mo- whole film was that kind of stuff. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that I was really a ton do. of fun. I really do. That was I a ton of fun. Yeah, I I thought that was very good. I was gonna say that's probably the biggest highlight of the 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 film for me was that shootout thing with her she's a very good character and then uh and i love that she just like was gone like and then was like all right this is it this is where i leave you and then like that's like it that really was it that was cool i uh i did really i liked the very beginning of the film I liked scary part, S- scary, oh, scary face. I was face. too scared by that. I Korean was scary by face that. thing. Yeah, uh, I like that a lot. Uh, it it like just that especially was too like serious. those. That first... was too serious. Are you kidding no, me? No, no. I I, I, I was trying. Movie Bond. I, I had a good thought in the moment. I f- in the moment I had flashback to what other Bond scary stuff I've seen before. Uh, now I can't think. I, I've been trying to think for the last like fifteen minutes what it is that it reminds me of. Bond had like a skeleton mask on in the Dios de los Muertos parade. No, not that. No, it'd be it's this is like old Bond stuff. I'm trying to think what's old scary Bond. It's is it the one the New Orleans Bond where they were dressing up like spooky skeletons? No, well maybe there's something in that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I like the kind of you know guy single guy. It's not the, it's not you only live twice, but I keep thinking of you only live twice with like the ninjas and stuff like that. There's maybe something like that. Like those, I just feel like there's other old ones that I've seen. I don't know. I'll have to come back to that. I'll have to think, keep thinking through it and figure out which, what stuff I'm thinking of. But I like a little, a little scary. Suddenly it's a little, little scary for 10 year old, 12 year old Ben or 20, 28 your old Ben. I'm a little. A little we had gadgets back. We had get, get the gadgets were back in here. We had. He had watched um, as it. Oh, uh, wasn't there something else? 
No. We had smart blood, I guess. But like, that I feel like that's yeah. that's always something that that is kind of stupid. Um, but the 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 car had its like what? Okay, this is the, the, the question for the Bond historian. Good. Car, the car was great. But um, what was what were the old movies where it was like? I feel like there were. Okay, so we in Skyfall we got like okay the Aston Martins here with like the the guns again and it's like oh shit it's like it's like the old car from the old movies and then you go back and watch the old movies and like what what movie was it where there was a lot of car stuff there was maybe like one movie where one Sean Connery movie where like he kind of does drop a few tricks here and there but I thought it was gonna be like in every Bond movie there's like a ton of car tricks no. car guys but it was like just one. He no, I mean he drives the two, car maybe. in a lot. He does stuff in oh, the, the car. Oh, the driving Sean, for sure, but like the no, but Sean car Con- gadgets. Sean Connery does a lot of stuff with the car in Gold uh Finger. Okay. You know, there's like the race at with the the guys at the compound and then he also does like kind of the the stuff on the side of the road with uh the woman in the and, and then he picks her up at the gas station. In like yeah, the Alps or whatever. Fair, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. And I the, think uh, Pierce Brosnan does quite a bit of car stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of Pierce Brosnan stuff, but I feel like that is too still maybe too modern to be like hearkened back to by Craig Bond. Yeah. No, but I think so. It's I wasn't mostly, counting that. I think it's mostly the Sean Connery stuff of driving it around and dropping smokescreen type stuff every once in a mm. while. Okay, other Bond hist- history question, and I didn't message you about this. What other Bonds did we get an drop an F bomb? dropped oh uh you asked me this um and i was i did a i did a quick poll off the top of my head you messaged me and i responded judy dench maybe says it once yeah i yeah i think that's sorry i I don't think you said that did you maybe i yes i said that i said that let me sorry i definitely said that (laughs) give that point to ben but the one that i did remember in my head what like is timothy dalton okay yeah (laughs) but he doesn't say it I looked it up. Really? He, he mouth, Why did I think he said? He he mouths ah! he mouths he mouths it, but he doesn't. Uh, yeah, I don't even remember. Where do they where do, where do they say it in this? Where do they say it in this movie? I don't. Remember. Ray Fine says it when like Bond shows up or something, and he's like, you "Gotta be fucking kidding me." Um, oh. Yeah, like when you're kind of like, "What the fuck is like M like Inspector or something?" Like, what's going on with this? And then. Um, then I don't know. They like meet by the river yeah. or something. He's like, "Yeah, you gotta be fucking kidding me." Okay, question for you here. Other like Bond staples here. What did you think of the song and title sequence? I still don't know who. Well, I I think I messaged you. I was like, "Is Billie Eilish the green-haired person?" No, actually, I said that to my sister in the car after the movie. I said she's she's that person. Um, I, don't know, I was like, "Okay, it's not that interesting." Title sequence is the same. It's kind of the same thing they've done the last three movies. It's okay. Yeah whatever yeah what didn't the 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 title sequence was not didn't stand out to me too much uh didn't didn't care too much about the title sequence i, th- I, I thought the i last... thought the song was pretty good i did like the song yeah. uh, i didn't realize billy eilish had those pipes i thought she was more of like a whisper singer or something i don't know why oh. but um, i don't know it was a good song um yeah it was okay I yeah. think uh, I've said in the past that I don't like the last couple of title sequences. This is probably, I think it, I realized it's probably grown on me enough that when I saw this one, I was like, okay, whatever. This is the. It's like, it's of the style. Okay. version. Oh, they yeah. did. I, I can't remember. I think they did this. At some point, they did the, the, like, the Dr. No red dots 
Did they start yeah. the title sequence with the red dots? Yeah, yeah they started was, it with that. That was good. I, remember I did not thinking, realize oh, that's good. That's that was nice. a callback. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't think that they should have started it with the gun barrel sequence. I think I like the There's reference no later on. There's no blood in the gun barrel sequence. Yeah, there wasn't. But I also think that they shouldn't have done that. Why? I liked the reference later on the island. I don't know. I thought it was. I think it, I thought it was cheesy. They do, like, they, but it's they too always bond. Do that. They're supposed to always do that. It's okay. good. That oh, good. really? It's it literally does. But it should have been always just blood. Uh, I don't. I the title uh, sequence starts with. I don't remember like the last couple Daniel Craig movies, but all the other ones they always start. Always start okay. with. Okay, fair enough. Whatever. Um, you know the uh, little fact. I don't remember if I said this when we did the Doctor No movie. And I don't remember the guy's name, but the only, the only Bond movie, uh, at least the only Eon Bond movie with, uh, uh, well, how do you say this? If you count the gun barrel, which you should, the gun barrel sequence that starts Dr. No, that's the first time you see James Bond on scene. And that is not Sean Connery. That is a different man in that bowler hat. So the guy's name, whatever his name, I forget what his name is now. He's basically the first. He's the first Bond. Fil- well, but also not really because there was the TV movie thing and then there's like the David Nivian <laughs> okay. thing or whatever too. So whatever. But he's the first one in these Eon movies. Yeah. And then I it see. goes Sean Connery next. But yeah. Gotcha. Okay. What's, um, what, what's your next? Oh, I just question. want to talk more about. I, 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 I was going to say more about the title sequence. I don't think it really matters. I guess I think that the title sequence is now like. It's no longer like a high. It's not no longer like a highlight of the Bond movie now. It's sort of like, but w- where it maybe is making more sense now. It's like it's sort of like it's a prestige TV show thing now. Is the title sequence like the elaborate like Maurice Binder lives yeah. on on HBO originals um, rather yeah. than like movies. I don't think it like works as well in the modern age. They got to bring um, back a live action title sequence. You got to yeah. Get I think Binder- I, I'm. Oiling say, people I'm, up. <laughs> oil those folks up. Do some projection work like Goldfinger. That was cool. Yep. When you're from Russia with love. people's bodies. I like from um, Russia with love one better with the little belly dancer thing. <laughs> uh, I think that the 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 the, the, the like the, the formula of just like a that fire up Cinema 4D and Octane and just sort of like rotate around a physics simulation like parented to an object is like I don't know. I feel like it was impressive in 2015 and now it's this it's like it's what everything HBO happens thing. now yeah it's the hbo thing and i think that like the hbo hbo did, like has moved on past that now and it's better like i don't know like the westworld stuff is better than um most mm-hmm. of the like the modern bond sequences so i did fire up casino royale the other night nice. and i mean it's like it's hard to separate and i think i feel like this is where I can kind of like tap into like maybe where you're kind of coming from too. Where like it is so hard to separate. It's hard to watch that movie without it. Like it's like such a part of my brain. Like like I know every beat. I know you know like everything about it. And like it's like it's it like it perfectly like I don't know hits the grooves in my brain correctly. Um, that watching Casino Royale because mm. uh, I watched it. Like when my mind was like, like, you know, psychologically so like plastic and it was like almost like literally a part of who I am. This, you know, the, the series of like lights and sounds that uh, comprise the yeah. runtime of Casino Royale. 
um that like every little sound effect like like the 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 the, the shootout in the embassy where like they're shooting and he's like waiting for something and then like there's a little sound effect there's like a little ding it goes off and like right before he like runs through the hallway or something too is like it's just perfect I, I don't know if it is actually good or if it's sort of like i expect it to be this way so well and it like i'm like pumping my fist throughout all of it too um but goddamn casino royale is such a perfect movie although i will say i still do not like the casino royale title sequence so oh, i like sucks it. to me colors I, suck i i like it this is guys Digital guys being digital guys. Digital guys. <laughs> digital guys being digital dudes. Yeah. I want. I like a. I like a rocking. People don't like the. I do, but people don't like the uh, Chris Cornell title sequence for Casino Royale. Don't I really uh, like it. I. I. I'm over like uh, you know Adele basically Billie Eilish Adele whatever I don't know what Billie Eilish's music normally sounds like I do Adele's, listen to Adele Adele's stuff. Skyfall song rocks. Yeah, the, the Skyfall Sky song, song is good, but you don't have to do it every year for the next 10 movies or whatever like they're going to yeah, do. I, you got to get like the biggest one that they should have ever, you know, should have had that they obviously missed was like uh when Amy Winehouse died, she would have been mm. a great great one like a like a jazz one or something like that. Yeah, that's cool. And like the Jack White one and Alicia Keys one, like that one went too far. Like that was bad. That was that was kind of that was funny. that was bad for uh, Quantum of Solace, but like I want some. Uh, you gotta do like Paul McCartney and the Wings again or something like that. I mean, Not that them. one is still the best. That Obviously, one is still yeah. Live and Let Die. It's such a good song. <laughs> yeah, you got to come up with some. It can't just be uh, title of the movie. That's not what it sounds like. Whatever, but just imagine but, Adele or somebody sounding but, like Adele. I don't mean, know, but like Goldfinger is really good. It's doing the Goldfinger song. No, that's the Adele stuff does not sound like the Goldfinger. Gold, it's Shirley Bassey went because like, nah, nah, I'm just gonna sing this song. Yeah, do but it. But it's dude. like you gotta have Groom. some. It can't just all be this uh, somber, you know. Oh, yeah. Yo, Bond is dark Bond now. You know, it's yeah, gotta be. It's, I don't know. I uh, I think the Skyfall song rocked and was it was really really good. But uh, and and it was appropriate for the movie. Um, Zoe so and I listened to it again in the car yesterday, driving somewhere, and like, yeah, that was a really cool arrangement. That was really good. And then we listened to Zoe said like, oh, you know, Adele has like new music out. Let's like listen to like what her like she like has a new single. And we listened to it. And I didn't realize this is a complete aside, but like, is Adele like now like a Christian singer or something? I like, don't think did so. she go? I don't know. But like, it was to do with like latest single or something. It like it's it complete. It sucks really bad. But like, it's you know, she, but like, uh, so it's 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 you know kind of soft ballad type stuff the way you might expect. Yeah. And but she's like also talking about like like washing her hands or something and like water and swimming and like, I don't know something about like, okay, the way that like this instrumentation and this like kind of this, this style of lyrics, like whether or not it like actually is like Christian rock, like this is Christian rock actually. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Skyfall is cool. Uh, 
anyway, we've been yeah. going so long. Well, Wait, I, I got I'll one. Give you a chance to say more things. Yeah. I got one more thing I got to say. One more complaint. This is me getting pretty my, my Marvel my Marvel man cap on or something mm. and getting complaining about the writing. Take everything else aside that I've said, all my other complaints. This is a separate thing. It's not really a complaint, but it, I mean, I guess it is. It's my thought that like, it's, I guess it's kind of in line with them kind of wrapping up stuff quickly. Uh, and I guess it's related to the death thing too, but whatever it's, it's more, it's even more superficial. He didn't really solve anything by dying in the context of the film. Right, because, okay, the situation is that there's this nanobot stuff that's already started rolling out to, like, the world population, basically, and they're all going to, you know, you get the touch of death, basically, whatever. Uh, And then where Bond ends up at the end and where he dies is on this island where they're manufacturing more nanobots, and he calls in this, like, airstrike to, you know blow up the nanobot thing whatever so they can't manufacture more and he dies in that airstrike but they've already it's already been whatever especially now i said this to shelly too it's 2021 i believe everybody in the world has been through pandemic stuff for the last year which kind of hold that aside i was really iffy at the beginning what this whole thing was going to end up being about because they really laid in the pandemic stuff but everybody in the world knows how pandemics work and how this stuff, how fast this stuff spreads. You've already made it clear that at least a small population in the world has this kiss of death nanobot stuff. And then you blow up an island so they can't manufacture more, but everybody knows how pandemic you works don't now. Need it's going to get around. More. So you didn't, he didn't save anything. Well, dude, but maybe nanobots work differently because are the nanobots themselves, uh, Respawning, yeah. self-replicating. That's how. Bond, remember, that's how Bond killed uh, Blofeld. Remember, because he touches. She got it. He. Got, I thought he got like the literal nano, the, like the transfer nano, the nanobots transferred, not like that they replicated or something. Like, I don't know. No, they tra- they trans- transferred from replicated to him or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, they went from fair. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. The nanobot thing kind of sucked generally. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but hey Ben, I don't know. It's a bomb. It's a bomb movie. It like it's it it wraps up. It's fine. But you did it. You just had a rep. Just eagles, Lord of the Ring eagles, fly in, pick them up. Then I'd be good. I'd be like, nice, pretty good, probably second best in the series of of Daniel Craig series. Mm. Uh, we got a long long take fight scene. I thought that was sick. Which one was that? It was in the hallway. It was in the stair, the stairway on, on on the base. He's like going up the stairs. Um, Carrie, oh, yeah. Carrie Fukunaga back on his true detective shit, doing a cool. I think that was a that was a ballsy move to have like. I don't think you. I don't think you usually do that in big blockbuster action movies. Mostly because like, well, I don't know. I, I, I think it's like logistically getting getting that kind of thing set up. Like you, you should just do like a different setup or whatever like it's yeah. it's hard to do in big budget things for some reason and uh i thought it was cool that they did it that way i thought it looked incredible i love the vintage lenses and the film treatment that they did on it like mm. it wasn't like a super clinical look uh for this movie i thought like they really leaned into the sort of like the soft lenses and the like the warm glows and the lens imperfections the film stuff that 
I think complimented mm. the story. Oh, it was great. I'm I'm ready to watch it again. Wait, last la maybe last thing. Okay. I don't know. We've already we've already said this to a certain extent, but I I gotta say it too that uh, I mean this is I the the biggest my biggest positive I will give this film is that this was the shortest seeming two hour and forty five minute movie I have ever seen. I it really was. I I really did not drag in any spot when he died. There, I was like, truly like 50-50, is this the end of the movie or is this halfway through the movie and there's going to be a big reveal of like a new bond and then there's going to be more to this mission? Because I was also like, I, I caught, uh, uh, Megamind over here caught that the, uh, the nanobots were still on the loose. And so I was like, <laughs> I think there may be like another, you know hour and a half or something it seems like it's literally only been like 90 minutes or something like that i i really thought the movie was going to keep going for a long time it they did a very good job of that whatever that is editing pacing long movie pacing yeah seem short pacing yeah yeah i i totally agree like yeah i think we both said earlier though this could have been a 10 hour movie and it have been i'd be fine with it yeah um all right i think we got to stop here this is going to okay. turn into 10-hour podcast if we're not careful. No Time to Die. That was the pod. A late installment in our Double uh, O Skeleton series. All right, we're going to go over to the Patreon uh, page and talk more about other stuff. Patreon.com slash Dr. Skeleton. Join us.